What's going on, guys? Welcome to Shop Talk. Presented by Saran Pro. I never say that. Presented by Saran Pro. I'm supposed to, but that doesn't matter. I mean, it says Ceramic Pro Canada on, right on yeah, the, that's true. On the so thing. And, and on Spotify, it says presented by Ceramic Pro. So I'm sure they could figure it out. Yeah. I'm Jeff. My name is Jeff. Smooth. Smooth. <sighs> John here with Lucas and Anthony. What do we title this one? How do you build a dream team? Yeah, that's actually... Uh, the Avengers. Exactly. That's a, that's a good one because... I don't think we have the answer to that. And no, that, that's, that's the point. That's the point of this one yeah. is to kind of get your feedback on... What do you guys do in your shop to help build, like, just to give this a little bit of context, like, with all my businesses, I always, and I tell all my guys too, like, I always want to build a kick-ass team where everything's jamming and running properly together, where everything just runs smooth because you have a kick-ass team that everybody knows what everybody's doing and makes everything run smooth. Just like when you have, you know, your, your first line in hockey, like, those are your guys, your top guys that like can run together and, and make everything kind of run smooth, right? So how do you do that? Like how do you find gotta go to the draft? Yeah. I mean <laughs> gotta I mean, scout out the talent. You need role players for sure. Like the people who like they know their job is to get rebounds. Do your job. Or you know on, on like a hockey team, you know like you're the enforcer and you you're like Bambi on ice. You can't skate, but like, you're that guy. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that guy starts trying to go end to end, then there's problems. You know? Yeah. But whose fault is that? Is that the guy's fault, or is the the coach telling him to do that? You know, you can't put your your star player mm. on your grinder line, no, and expect him to forecheck, backcheck, win the puck back when his ideally he's best at. Scoring the goals, putting up the points. Chris said, don't hire every Tom and Harry. Don't hire every Tom and yeah, Harry. Yeah, yeah. So, Chris. Okay, we've talked about that before, haven't we? We have. The different philosophies or two different ways of hiring or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, my thing is, okay, like, for example, Daniel in the shop, he's the newest guy here, and we're looking for another guy come, like, spring because we're going to need uh, another guy. We're going to have... Uh, Marv come back for the summer, but we're, we're going to need another set of hands, right? So he's like, oh, you know. Oh, that guy? I don't like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I love you, Marvin. <laughs> no, but Daniel has a buddy of his, and he's like, he's actually like, like I'm, he's like, I'm actually surprised that, because apparently he, his buddy uh, applied here at the same time as he did, and we didn't email back his buddy. <laughs> and he's like, he even said, he's you like, I'm what, surprised though, I got hired and this guy didn't. <laughs> but to be fair, there were applicants that I took one look at the resume and I said, there's a waste of time. So yeah, so just maybe that's that what out it, there. Maybe that's so. what it was. But you could also miss some like wicked people from that. No, right? I, well, probably. Because like you get some people that just don't know how to write a fucking me- resume and you're looking at it like, it's just well like, then too bad. Yeah. But, and that kind of sucks. And that's why I don't really care about seeing somebody's resume. Like, that's why I'd rather have them in the shop. Yeah. Talk to them, shoot the shit with them to kind of get to know their personality. Look them up on Instagram and Facebook and see what type of real person they are. Know yeah, what they're fucking yeah. writing on them. I didn't the even resume. bring a resume. 
when I no. for, when I came I here, I, phone like, fucking, I did not bring a resume. Yeah, but when we put that application out there, um, like I remember there was even a couple people that asked like through DMs, and I said, email me your resume. Yeah. And like some it, people I didn't think, even email it. And, I think or, it's almost just a way to immediately get rid of the people who aren't even going to take the time to actually email you the resume. But even then, it's also like you get a glimpse of like what they're not, I guess not what they're capable of, but what they've done kind of thing. Like we kind of knew what we were looking for. Uh, I guess we, I think we wanted someone with a little bit of experience. I don't know. I don't remember what we were looking for, but I don't know. I remember seeing a couple uh, resumes and I was like, come on. Come on. Not even worse my time. Luxury auto spa in the house. Let's give them a round of applause. Thanks for stopping in. We're talking about building a dream team. What are your thoughts? Like, going back to, like, employees, like, okay, for example, the other guy, he's like, the only downside is he has zero experience. Perfect. That's what I want. Because I found, like, at least here, whenever I hired people with experience, it was always, oh, but this is how I did it. And, you know, when I used to work for myself and have my own detailing business, I did it like this. So what the fuck are you working here? (laughs) Like, if, if... I don't want to like offend anybody, but at the end of the day, if you couldn't make your own business succeed, why are you like working here then? So don't tell me this is how you used to do it when your business wasn't successful. Um, but then like, I think a lot of it comes down to attitude and like, like the one guy that we had in the summertime that lasted two weeks, you just kind of an odd ball and like, I don't know. It just kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but it almost just seemed like he didn't fit in. Like he didn't try to fit in. Mm. He didn't try to like joke around with the guys or whatever. Like, I don't know. You build, you build morale and like with a team by kind of camaraderie. Yeah. Chris said there should be some type of credibility test. I think that's like the first two, two weeks. But isn't that just working your, here, like, like your probationary period? Of pretty like, much. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to hire you and uh, we're going to see how it goes for the first Yeah, like, even month. if you know nothing. Because someone could come in with like a stellar resume yeah. and like going to kill it. Looks like they're going to kill it because then they don't fit in in the first two weeks. Mm. So it's like, you can't you at that point? I'd rather cut find ties the, there. Yeah, and that's yeah. It? Because at the end of the day, if, if they're not. If it's not, if they're not fitting in, and they, you could tell it's kind of just awkward. Um, I mean, it's possible to get past that, but I just feel like you almost need the whole team to kind of jam together, and like, and then you could have a shitty employee, and cut. No, I don't say shitty employee, uh, like, like a bad apple. Uh, no, no, no. Like somebody that just doesn't know, has zero experience, but they have like the right attitude, and they fit in, but they're kind of slow because they're learning or whatever. You could mold that guy. Where I feel like somebody that already has experience but doesn't fit in, it's like you're never gonna mold them and like. Mm. So, but well, what was the original question? I, I'm asking, as well as Chad is asking, because I'm kind of lost. Where do we go? What do you mean? Um, how to build a dream team? Yeah, but like, well, the first thing I'm was talking about don't hire every yeah. Tom and Jerry or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. and we were talking about. Uh, but then, like, look at Junior, for example. I knew I, I didn't know him at all. A buddy of mine came and said, you know, have this kid that he works over at the same place as I do. He's looking to leave. Yeah, because that's easy. Come. When someone brings you someone, 
you're hiring. But there was no Easy. vetting. I didn't know him. I just, sure, you want to start washing cars? Come, and then look at what he turned into, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because you kind of, I mean, if anything, you kind of got lucky because you don't know. Yeah, because it's like realistic. If I were to look at his resume, he went to school for So like essentially design. from a analytical perspective, you know, if you're growing your business, you should have an idea of like what kind of role of a person you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And ideally, uh, maybe if it's the first time, you don't know who you're looking for. But, it, you know, for you, after a few people, you kind of knew what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You want someone with experience because I kept kicking, you know, biting in the ass. You wanted someone more on less experience, moldable. And then the first month of them being here, you can tell if they're moldable or not. Yeah. Like if you're telling them to do the same thing 20 times and they don't do it, well, okay, they're not learning. Mm. But I think kind of if everyone buys into the role that they're given, that's how you build a dream team. So, yeah, so, first, so first you got to fill those roles. Yeah. And then you got to build it to be like people understand what the roles are and like. And I think it has to be written down. It has to be like in their employment contract of this is your roles and responsibilities. And they're going to change over time. There'll be sure. things like that get added to their role, whatever. But I think <laughs> it's important that they know what their role is. Because yeah. there's there's times even here, like I'll ask you if something's done and like I didn't know I was supposed to do that. And it's like, shit, yeah, okay. I never really said, okay. You know, these are things that you have to start looking after. Um, so, like, I, f- I feel like really breaking down, like, this is your role. These are all the responsibilities you have. Each person has to have that. And then then you can start moving forward from there. Yeah, because the new guys is always going to wash cars and polish cars. But as you grow, that never really goes away. It's not something that's, like, knocked off your list. Although some guys would love that. What, when comes down to crunch time, you might have to step in and, and but you almost You almost kind of need that. Because, like, for example, the laundry. Yeah. Like, Ray's the only one who does it, but nobody else thinks of doing it. Like, the bins right now are empty. Mm-hmm. But Ray's not here. So how so, do you... But they don't think of it as, a, that's not a job that I was told to do. So it almost, ha- you have to have, like, a list of jobs. For example, doing, like, cleaning the rags. Yeah. Throwing them in the washing machine and dryer, whatever. That should be, like, the... The newest guy that's kind of doing all the gopher work, like the wash the cars, prep them, whatever. Mm. Make sure there's towel, like clean towels. So like you have to give that guy that list of stuff because when there's nobody assigned to that job, they go to grab a towel and there's no clean towels. It's like shit. Okay, now we gotta wait for the washing machine. Well, why wasn't it? Why is it empty? Because nobody, nobody thinks of okay. Well, that's you know it's almost empty. Let me let me do a load. Like you think it's common sense, but when it's not somebody's like job in their job title they don't think of it right yeah just like for example like walking by okay ppf backing gets thrown on the floor and stuff like that but like how many times do people walk over that ppf scraps like why can't as pe- doesn't matter who you are bend over pick it up throw it in the garbage like i get it why he does it that way when he's installing because you know you have to hold it whatever you just quickly get it the way you threw it on the ground but i don't know like or if you do vinyl wrapping, like I hate seeing vinyl wrap shops and like, for example, tint right now, same thing. Like little scraps of tint on the floor, vinyl wrap on the floor, like stuck to the floor. Like, and what? Mm. Once a month, everybody starts cleaning. Like, no, yeah, like, yeah. Luxury Auto Spa says it's not common sense and minimum wage though. So is it really just money that motivates people to do anything extra? Like how do you build a framework that is, I don't know. Like, like, like we were talking about earlier. Unless you build a routine, and it's like everyone has to get into the routine of doing these things. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a solution to it. And you start that from the beginning, and then that's all you know. Mm-hmm. Like, when I worked at the golf course, we had a checklist every night, a closing checklist that you had to complete. You had to take the garbages out, do this, do that. Like, all the stuff that had to be done, lock this, tarp this, mm. and the supervisor would have to sign it before you can go home. So, you know, everything got done. And then in the morning, when the boss comes in and checks what didn't get done, something didn't get done, but Buddy signed his name beside it, then there's a problem. And that's a way to hold someone accountable for not doing the laundry. But that's like overkill. I never liked that because it was like, fuck, man. Well, it's very structured. Yeah. Makes sense, though. It does make sense. Because at a golf course, you could easily just plug and play any person into that job. Like the, For the, sure. The turnover is really high. Exactly. It's just a bunch of high school yeah. kids. And yeah. So you almost have to do with that shit. But like, yeah. But it, you don't You do not do that here because I think you it's a lack of respect. You almost have to treat it as if like, almost. imagine like you're all living together. Yeah. It's like, like your roommate. You have a shitty roommate that never does the dishes. Yeah. You know? And you it's kind of the same up, shit here. Like You end up hating him after like Because we're talking about no water months. bottles in the fridge. But it's like, if I don't go and buy water bottles, like... Nobody does. Like, I don't, I'd be happy to fucking pay the bill, whatever. Like, as you're grocery shopping, pick up cases of water, whatever, for the shop, or pick up whatever the hell you want for the shop. I'll pay for it. No problem. It has never but crossed my mind to buy water bottles. For the shop? At, no. Never. Ever. I drink fucking tap water. Because, like, this morning, I went to Fortino's on the way in. Ended up calling Junior. Like, what do we need in the shop? So, like, like I feel like I'm grocery shopping for you guys. Like, Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> we got to get you know fed. I mean? There's Come no on. milk for the, for, the, for the coffee machine. Like. And you bought whipping cream. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who who puts whipping cream in their coffee, buddy, it's good. Let me know. W in the chat. W in the chat. Yeah, can we get ones in the chat? If it, Rodney if says no one likes a micromanager. No, hundred percent. I agree. And like that's like, I would hate to constantly like, yeah, be that person. But I feel like sometimes it's like, if you don't, it doesn't get done. But it, I there's think there's a there's a limit to it though. Like, yeah. I agree. I think after a while of your of your boss or supervisor breathing down your neck, oh, no, you you just do it though. Like I, that's a different type of leadership that I don't agree with. But over time, it's effective. I think to me, you're almost leading in fe- like with fear, hundred percent. Because yeah, which I don't agree with. Every time you walk in the room, everybody fucking it's like grab a broom, like, grab a broom, like, start sweeping. So like, you know, know cro- cockroaches yeah. when you turn the lights on, they all scatter. Like, yeah. that's, that's what happens. Hundred percent. So like that that also ties into this topic because there's many different styles of leadership. So how do you position yourself as a leader that respects the employees, but you also have their respect to the point where like, yeah, we're doing a job. I got to take the laundry. I got to do the garbage, you know, all that, all the bullshit tasks like that you don't necessarily always want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Like Anthony said, coming in with like a routine of like everybody just has to like how do you, how do you get everybody to pitch in? Mm. That, I don't know. Like this, like, yeah. Like this, this episode's interesting because we came into this obviously not having an answer. I don't think there is one singular answer. It's just kind of our thought processing and working towards finding an answer that could work. And we can even put it to the test and come back in a couple of weeks and see, mm. you know, how things it worked sa- out. It sounds like it's not something that 
people are just going to think of themselves. So you need, like, you know, you wanted to have a guy in the back that's, like, kind of like the leader kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you have a checklist. And I say, okay, you know, tonight, got to get the floor clean, whatever, got to do this, laundry, whatever. Hey, Daniel, you go do this. Chalunka, go do this, whatever. I'll do this. And then uh, let's get this all done before 5.30, whatever. And then once we're all done, we're good to go. But I think at the same time, with the guys we have here especially, there's like a mutual respect between everyone where it's like, okay, guys, we got to do all this stuff. Let's all take X amount of tasks and let's bang it out and we'll go home. You know, I don't think you need one person. Yeah, like you don't want to assign like, okay, Daniel, every night you got to take out the garbage. No, it's more like, like you don't, and you don't yeah. even need like a foreman because I think they will figure it out on on their own if, if they know, okay, we have to do this before we lock up. You know uh, what I mean? I mean, not really, because when you come to the end of the day, everyone's thinking of going home. You're, yeah. You're after but a long-ass day of working. At 525, you have five minutes, you got to take the garbage out. You got to do, you know, put the towels in the laundry. Put Yeah, whatever. that's like if you set that as the expectation, as the routine, that at this time, yeah. now we stop, look around, fucking there's towels everywhere, there's carts that are messy, clean it all up, and, and then go, go home. home. Takes five minutes. Yeah, we're going to come up with something here. Because I feel I mean, like that makes sense. Yeah, I don't because like most I don't of the time we work way past that yeah. time anyway, and that's the problem. It's yeah, yeah, and that comes down to like like cleaning the office, for example. Like, dude, I didn't hear the end of it from my parents when they found out I hired a cleaning lady to clean the office. Now, like, what do you mean? You have how many employees? They can't like help you out and clean the office once a week. It's not the point. Like, yeah, we could. We tried to do it at the beginning, but in the summertime when you're fucking working crazy hours. And staying late, who the hell wants to clean an office after you're already staying late? Nobody. So it just didn't get done. So fuck it. You have to hire a cleaning lady. She comes in at night and cleans it once a week. Done. Mm. I feel like in the back though, it's different. All right, Charlie. Like they're also old school and don't agree with spending money on anything. True. So, but yeah, I don't know. I have a rotating schedule. It also comes down to like, what's, what's your guy's time worth? Like, if you guys have paying jobs, are you going to take them off of a paying job to clean the office? Yeah. It's like, it, when, when, you, when you put it like that, no chance. Because, like, we'll use my lady for a perfect example. She charges me 400 bucks a month. She comes once a week, so four, four times. Charlie, come here. So four times, because lug nuts in the lo- parking lot is revving his car. Mm. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Anyways, um, the guy in the parking lot, not the dog. <laughs> but anyways, sorry. Uh, she charges me four hundred bucks. She comes four times, and she's here for an hour and a half with her, her son, and I believe it's her daughter. So three people for an hour and a half, four times in the month for four hundred bucks. Like it's like to me, it's a no brainer. It's a hundred bucks a time that she comes to clean it. I mean, can you imagine the amount of salt that be piled up in the in the front office if we didn't have her? Yeah, and imagine trying to get someone to clean the employee bathroom. Yeah. Like, at least when somebody's on top of it once a week, like, it doesn't get that bad. But yeah. regardless, anyways. Like, uh, but that would be interesting <laughs> to see how clean the bathroom would stay if someone else knew they had to clean it. If you're like, all right, we're picking a name out of the hat every oh, week man, that sounds terrible. to clean the employee bathroom, everyone is going to keep it in tip-top shape throughout the week because they're like, I'm not fucking cleaning it if it's like a nasty yeah. swamp in here. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. I mean, it would suck if you got your name pulled, but management has to dictate it. Senior employees Toilet have roulette. to enforce it. 
Yeah, so that that's the whole idea with like having a foreman is like, all right, here's the Give tasks the for back the guys, shop, and they yeah. have to kind of stay on top of the up on the employees to kind of make sure that shit's going down and and stuff's getting done. Yeah, but with like minor tasks like getting the laundry out, I don't know. I, I, I think that that comes down to like a more so like as a foreman. Like for example, myself when I walk through the shop and I see something that needs to be done, I'll tell whoever is closest to me like hey can you do this quickly mm. or like if i see one of them walking up the stairs with the laundry it's like hey have you grabbed when's the last time you washed the drying towels like throw yeah. those in the laundry with it like those uh-huh. always get forgotten right so like it's almost like you we, like you have to make some kind of checklist not like a nightly thing or maybe it is a nightly thing but yeah i don't know yeah cuz when I mean, it's written be down in front of you it you look at it, okay, I do this, 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 and I go home. But if it's not in front of you, you forget. Like, sometimes yeah. I'll literally, the next day I'll be like, oh, shit, I forgot to upload the podcast. So I started writing it on my iPad. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I got to upload the podcast, make the clips for Instagram, etc. And a little side note, I find checklists, this is completely off topic, but help me like be so much more productive when you fucking check something off a list. Cause there's so many things that you like ideas that you want to come up with in your business that <laughs> you think. Footsies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but I feel you like you need to add that, uh, to the thing, the button with like a little whistle. Yeah. Okay. For next time we touch feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They sit kind of close, even though there's a spit guard. You see from one angle, but anyways, um, I find with a checklist, like, cause you come up with so many like good ideas for your, like things that you got to improve in your business. I forget because it's, I'm doing so many different things that it, I'll get home and be like, fuck, I thought of something really good and I don't remember it. Write down your checklist, execute it in your business, check it off. Has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but. Oh, here's anyways. a, here's a good one. Luxury Auto Spa. I appreciate all the, uh, contributions here. You guys are already using Monday. Why not assign your checklist there so employees see it and have no excuse? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. What do you mean? Just like a end of day? Because uh, you can have different... Yeah, something that never goes away. Boards or whatever is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you have like that. your daily checklist and like you can have a separate checklist for Friday night when you go before you leave for the weekend or something. <laughs> Ray's going to be... Sitting at home, getting emails, do you, the laundry. You have this task due <laughs> on your Monday app. Clean up your car. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I think I think we should try that and, and then see what the results are like and then bring it back. Yeah. Because we already use it for scheduling. Mm-hmm. So why yeah. not add that on there? It's not like okay. you're micromanaging them. You just have other tasks on there that aren't. Yeah, and everything, everything's car. getting done. You know where that, okay, actually, where that I feel is going to work really well is that you're indirectly telling them to do something. People mm-hmm. don't like to be told to clean this, do that, whatever. But when it's there as a checklist, it's like, you see it there, it's like, okay, fuck, I got to do this. For sure. But it's without, like, if one of our guys in the back that's a little hot-headed sometimes, like, everybody's kind of walking around eggshells around them. And, like, you said it too, like, you hate giving, like, telling them to do certain things because you're worried of the backlash you're going to get. 
where if it's something you add to Monday for him, then he just does it. So it's kind of you indirectly telling him mm-hmm. without having to deal with a, oh, you fucking go do it. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> Oh, man. That's good. Um, what else? Because that's like what we were talking about earlier. Like I wanted to come up with, you know, I, I try to like treat everybody like, well, because, okay, a li- quick story. One of my buddies here, his father owns a bunch of McDonald's. He owns like seven or eight of them. McDonald's. They, uh, yeah, they wrote an article about him of like, how did he get to where he's at? And in like the title, he was saying that treat your employees like a Ferrari, meaning these are important tools in your business. And if you treat them like shit, they're not going to want to work hard for you. Anyways, a little off topic, but what he was trying to get to is like treat them with respect and they're going to go an extra mile for you. Right. So that's where like, okay, I came up with the whole, like, let's do a barbecue every Friday. Like, you know, I like everybody's working long hours, whatever it's grunt work in the summertime. Like, okay, every, we'll take an extra half an hour for lunch and we'll pull out the barbecue and have a barbecue, whatever. And I feel like that kind of got the whole kind of group together. It was nice. We're just missing a basketball net. Okay. But that's a fucking problem. Like how, like how far do you go there? Right. Cause then, just you a don't basketball want it. net. To, yeah. Yeah. And then it becomes a fucking three hour lunch. And that's what people warn me about, like doing the whole barbecue. They're like, yeah, but you have to make sure, like, okay, sure, Jeff, you could go out and start barbecuing at fucking 11 30. And then 12 o'clock, they stop, they go back to work at one, whatever, right? Half the time, as soon as the barbecue comes out, everybody huddles around the barbecue. Plus, it's like after you've eaten barbecue, you You're feel like 50 shit, pounds yeah. heavier and you just want to go to bed. That's okay. We're going to do some keto barbecue in the summertime. Keto barbecue. Yeah. Where you're not eating yeah. garbage and it's slowing you down. Everyone's like, why? Are you, you don't eat meat. Now now it's going to be keto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you. Now yeah, I'm yeah. like in that position. Yeah. I'm like, ah, keto. Ugh. I need some bread. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then it's like, okay, I, like I wanted to come up with uh, some type of group reward or group bonus thing but then like what Jim said he's like well you can't really do that for like the little tasks because he's like why why, like, why do you have to give them a bonus for doing their job like they're already being paid we should set up like gold star program like in kindergarten you get a little sticker a little sticker whoever, oh, no, that, that whoever whole, has the most stickers at the end of the week takes everyone's paycheck that, that whole idea was to try to make sure we don't fall behind yeah, like not that, fall that behind my, and push more quantity, not really for like, here's a reward for doing the fucking laundry. No. <laughs> here's a gold sticker. You get your little laundry badge. It's going to be like Boy Scouts. Okay, but hear me out. <laughs> employee of the month. Gold stickers. Whoever right. has the most stickers gets employee of the month. No, whoever has, whoever has the most stickers <laughs> gets everyone's paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. High stakes, high reward. Yeah, yeah. You know, that'll get people fucking going. Yeah, yeah. Then, and it'll then, be a fight to the death for the fucking last gold sticker. Five or six pissed off. I'll pry employees that. I'll pry that fucking gold sticker right off your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, yeah, that whole that whole system, the the bonus structure they were trying to come up with was because last summer we found it almost became an excuse to always push a, like delay a car. Oh, we're not going to be able to get coded today. Let's code it tomorrow, and then that whole job gets delayed. And then when one job gets delayed, then the next ones get delayed. And it's like, then you end up fucking so far behind. 
And so it's like, how do we, how do we, a week and a half out? Yeah. So how do we mitigate that? Like, how do we, like, was the scheduling not being done properly? Or was we're scheduling it to not realistic what we could put out? Or was it just, oh, 530. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. I'm going home. Or realistically, they could stay that 45 minutes, which in the summertime we do. Like, most of the time we're here till 6, 6.30, sometimes 7. Like, And that's where, like, I started doing that whole barbecue to say, like, you know, we appreciate the extra effort, right? But what are other things that you guys do in your shop to get your whole group, your whole... Uh, Squad. Yeah, like... Dream team. Yeah, how do, you, how do you get them, like... I don't know. I don't have the answer to it. Like, so I'm curious to see yeah, what other guys I are doing. I feel like, like it's just, it's always, you're, you're trying new things to see what sticks. The barbecue, I think, worked out pretty well. Yeah. Like, everyone responded pretty well to, like, even if you did slow down after the barbecue, I feel like, personally, I was like, yeah, we got barbecue today. I'm fired up now. Like, I'm, you know, you're motivated yeah, because you're like looking forward to barbecue. You're not looking forward to going home. You're looking forward to barbecue, hmm. and then you're looking forward to going home. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's Friday, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I never really thought of it that way. That it gives them something to look forward to. I never, yeah. I mean, that's how I thought of it. Yeah. Because like, um, it's like pizza day at school, and when exactly, you're in exactly. You're all excited. You're all or pumped for that. Or golden stick. I used to have McDonald's day. Can you believe that? Fuck, that'd be amazing. Back when they used to have the McDonald's pizzas. That's what we should do in the winter instead of barbecue day. McDonald's day. No, no, no. I already do that. Nobody fucking gives a shit. Actually, I owe you for the pizza from last time. No, Daniel paid me already. Oh. Well, I didn't pay you. Well, Daniel paid me. <laughs> so. <laughs> he sent me half the money. So. <laughs> um. What else? Like, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here on, like, what What are other ways to get guys motivated to, like, want to be here? It's tough because ev everyone's motivated in different ways. Yeah. But that that's even – that, that brings money us further motivate. from the answer because it's, like, you can't motivate people with fear. Some people aren't motivated by uh, positive reinforcement. Some people aren't motivated by – the lunch or bonuses or money. Like, you got to figure out yeah. what motivates certain people. But then do you cater stuff to individual people? Like, how do you how do you manage all that? You almost have to because, like you said, like, people are motivated differently. Like, for example, Junior, he's motivated by being able to leave at 530. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't care about money. He doesn't care about lunch. He doesn't, like, I want to be able to leave every day at 530. And have so let's work shit let, done. Yeah, let's work our asses off so we can leave at 5.30. Yeah. Or some people don't care. Like, I'll sit on the chair and look Still at my phone. Still leave at 5.30. <laughs> but, or, and then Daniel, he's, in my opinion, motivated by fear because you just have to look at him with, like, those eyes. Yeah. And then he he's starts like, doing something. He gets nervous <laughs> a little bit. But, yeah. It's all in the good fun, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's tough. Like That's one thing I feel like as a business owner or even if you're running a shop, like, you're going to have to deal with different types of personalities. Even are, if you're, like, a natural leader, like, your leadership style won't mesh well with some yeah. types of people. Yeah. 
So I feel like it's good to educate yourself on like different ways to lead a, a group and figure out what's kind of the best one that flows with you, right? Yeah, what did you take from that book? I know you're reading something like uh, Leader. I mean, some lead Leaders book. Eat Last, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I, see, I have a few other leadership books, but like they're going over the whole, I think we spoke about it last time, the Walmart versus Costco. How Costco does business versus Walmart. Oh, like with their employees. Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about it on the podcast or we just Maybe we were just bantering about it. Like I don't I don't remember it being on the It's podcast, super interesting and like excuse me, so the way that Costco runs their business is they treat their employees like gold, very well paid, like benefits. Weekends uh, like extra whatever. Yeah, like they're they're like if you talk to anybody that works at Costco, they love it. Or I don't know, I want to say they love the job necessarily, but like it's They're a very treated well. Yeah, it's a very good company to work for. Mm. Where and uh, Costco will only hire within, like uh, sorry, promote promote within, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they don't look. Hey, you manage a Home Depot, we don't give a shit. Yeah, like they promote within. You start at the bottom because it, it gives here. people something to work harder towards. Hundred percent. Right? Which I like that mentality, right? Mm. Where Walmart's the opposite. Employees are a dime a dozen. Everyone hates it. Yeah. You get paid as little as possible. We want you to do as much as possible for us. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, get out of here. We replace you with somebody else. But Walmart's a billion dollar, billion dollar company as well. So which, which one is correct, right? They, they both work. I mean, do they? In my opinion, no. Like I prefer the Costco one, but just look at the the results. Yeah. The result of Costco is it's better organized it's more maintained when you go to walmart on a 6 p uh, 6 p.m on a tuesday shit's everywhere because yeah, they don't nice. give a shit they don't care like i'm i'm being paid minimum wage to be here my manager treats me like shit i asked for five hours this week and they gave me 25 there's yeah. no like there's no respect from a superior uh, superior yeah to the employee and that's like why would why would I want to do work for you? You know, why would I want to try if there's no respect there? Where on the Costco side, it's like, yeah, they're maybe not stoked to be there because it's still like a retail job. I guess wholesale, Costco wholesale. <laughs> it's like still a job that you yeah. work stocking shelves or working in the deli. But the only difference is they treat you a lot better. Yeah, I don't know. Something to think about next time you walk into Costco and like a random time where it's a dead zone and all the, I guess, kid. I, I don't know. Kid, do kids work there? Like high school kids? Mm, I don't know. They all seem to be older. Not, not like McDonald's. But here's a good one. If you cater differently, luxury auto spa. If you cater differently to every employee, then you're walking a fine line of being the boss and being their friend. Yeah. Um, I think it could still go both ways. Like, there's, I think there's a balance there where you need to somewhat cater to them to be able to motivate them to get more shit done. And there's a fine line of being too friendly. And then they, like, you don't, they always say, like, you don't want to be, like, their friend or whatever. Like, I enjoy, you know, my day here and whatever. But at the end of the day, like, all my employees hang out together after they never call me. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I, I you guys fucking out. play video I, games together. It's like I come in and you guys are talking. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Uh, you don't play games like that. No, I know. So, but, but I feel kind of left out. Okay. Up. Just for context, I've known Gianluca from before we worked yeah, here. that's true. But at the same time, I all summer long, I never got a phone call to go. Oh, yeah. yeah we're going to go for a drive. We're gonna. First of all, I wouldn't come. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at, at least the invites... Would have been nice, but I'm sure, I, I don't know. I don't know where we're going with that, yeah. but I mean, I wouldn't want to like, I don't, I don't want it to sound bad. Like I wouldn't want to hang out with my employees, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't but, fucking call me after five thirty. No, but, it, but you like, know what? Because I feel like there's always that awkward. It's my boss. Like, I don't know, which I don't look at my employees like I'm the boss and whatever, but I feel like that's how I get looked at. So I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't. Per, like I know you're my boss, but I don't always think of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whereas when I work at the right. keg, it, it is it washing is dishes, boss. and I treat you like dog shit. Mm. I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. He's my boss. <laughs> Bastard, Eric. <laughs> But no, like it, he is right though. Like it's there's a balance there where you have to be careful. You don't want to get too close, and then they don't respect you, or they're too comfortable. Yeah, to well, the point where it's just like let's hang out at work. Yeah, and, and that's where you gotta give them a little fire under the ass. Yeah, that you know, I'm still paying you guys. Like, come on, we gotta get, be productive here. Mm. So, and like another big one is like to when we're talking about like the task you almost have to do this like every spring because i feel like coming out of winter now i'm noticing like yeah we're getting shit done we're getting the, the work that's being booked in is getting done and getting done on a time but it's taking a lot longer than it normally does like to pump out this kind of work in the summertime like yeah, gotta hustle a little harder because like there's no way like these jobs should be taking this long but anyways what i'm trying to say is like people get kind of lazy over the winter so it's like how do you you know uh, regroup the troops and like hit a reset button. Yeah, almost. yeah. Well, the amount of work coming in will change that. Like yeah. When you wake like, up and when you come in on Monday and there's fucking, you know, we have seven cars this week. Okay. Yeah. That'll get you going. going. There's no. That'll get you going. Yeah. If you want to leave at five thirty, you better fucking get going. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't know if we answered the question, but. No, I don't think like I wasn't expecting that answer because I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have the answer. To I don't be think there is a. But I'm curious to see what answer. like other guys are doing. And, like, it's perspective. The, the recap is, you're gonna have roles to fill. You got to find people, fill them, and then you got to try and work with them that, to fit into either your existing culture or to build a culture that you want. Mm. And that's a whole different story. Is building culture, boundaries already set. Or is already established. Don't disregard that to cater to someone that forgot they are replaceable. I mean, you go different ways because, like, on one example, you said treat your employees like a Ferrari. But in the yeah. Walmart situation, they're replaceable. So I get. I guess it depends on what kind of leader and what kind of mm. culture you want to have. Do you want to be a Costco or do you want to be a Walmart? Because you can get anyone in here to wash cars. But can you get anyone to sing like Daniel? 
No. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Guys, it's, it's not good singing, by the way. He's a phenomenal singer. <laughs> it's my it's favorite part of the morning. Especially when we could hear him in the office. When he's like, when it echoes through the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're trying to talk to a customer and there's <laughs> some guy washing a car just singing away. Just <laughs> just singing away, scrubbing his little wheels. You gotta like do like a whole montage of him I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to build like a little little montage of him doing, making his noises. <laughs> you know? Half of it's not appropriate, but... <laughs> yeah. There'll be a lot of beeping. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Shop Talk. Wednesday Eve, 5.30 p.m. Facebook Live. Thanks for stopping in. Luxury Auto Spa. Rodney. Chris. Shout out to India. Romania. There's a bunch of other ones. I'll have to look because I'll show you it next time. That's what you said last time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I, I forget. I forget. I didn't write it down on my iPad. There you go. Put it in Monday. Put it in Monday for me. All right. Take it easy, guys. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next time. Ciao. Ciao.